All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 272 of the official podcast. This week's a special week. We have with us a guest who needs no introduction. I knew you were going to make that joke. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Blast. Do you have any other jokes in your head for the elementary school you're entertaining this field trip? <laughs> All right, fine. Hey, Curtis, how's it going? Welcome to the schoolyard of debauchery. Uh, feel free to introduce yourself, since I'm doing an abysmal job of it. What do you do? <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. I make YouTube videos. I also have a podcast. Oh. Um, I perform comedy, uh, and that's pretty much it. I, sh- I sure could use some lessons there if you, if you have some spare <laughs> no, time. No, dude, that was that was so good. I'm going to use that one. That's the only <laughs> joke I'm going to use forever, actually. We can Every use time on his podcast, we a guest now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, credit where credit is due. Just leave my name in the description and we'll call it even. And you can, uh, you yeah. can keep that one. <laughs> whenever I, uh, whenever I do talk about any topic, I'll just be like, now this topic needs no introduction. And I just won't talk about the topic. <laughs> yeah, just silence for a good 30 to 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. That's the trademark patent. <laughs> no, it's super, it's, it's super good to have you here. Um, Charlie looks like he was about to say something. I, I was. Charles. I want to talk immediately about shitty movies because you recently covered a movie that's on my to watch list now, which is the Anti Masker movie. <laughs> oh so, man! Mm-hmm. So I, I guess this will be a fun segue. Do you want to talk a little about the Anti Masker movie, and then I'd like to talk about a shitty one that I'd recommend? Yeah, to you? I, I want to talk about this movie too. I've been dying. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking absolutely. grinning my desk. I'm going to snap it in half with my iron grip, waiting <laughs> to talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> I know, man. Me too. <laughs> yeah, dude. I. I was like, I got so many like messages to like uh, make a video about that movie. So I was like, that was the fastest I ever like scripted one because I didn't want anybody else to do it like before me. So I was like, I watched the movie like three times in one day to like <laughs> to like do the script, and I was like, probably top five like worst days of my life because it was like so. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was just so like, there's a certain point of like, I think obviously everybody knows like a bad movie is like fun at a certain point. Cause it's mm-hmm, so bad. Mm-hmm. But yep. like there were so many times at that part, like with that movie where it was like, I was so fucking bored. Cause like literally nothing was happening. And it was like straight up. The movie was like, if you're, if you're in like a high school, like uh religion class and you have like, like, like you just break off and like make and just like talk about God. Like that was the movie. It was just conversations of people and then like weird montages of shit. Is it, is yeah. it like um, that Kevin Sorbo movie that was called like God is not dead or something? I think it's more closely related to like Kirk Cameron saves Christmas with the help of Jesus oh, Christ or whatever that's that series a classic. is. Yeah, Kirk Cameron saves Christmas is a movie where on the surface you think it's going to be really entertaining and fun to watch and then I don't know like a third of the way in it just becomes miserable. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That, yeah, and also there is that whole thing uh with the director who is like he started dating as he was like 23 when he started dating his like 14 year old girlfriend and shit. So it was like, it was a, it was a whole Christian. thing to it. Whoa, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, mean, I think Mars yeah. saw the most of his problem. Um, so what, what, what is the movie called? Uh, it's called 2025 The World Enslaved by a Virus. Um, <laughs> 2025. They're really subtle about the point they're making. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's a little ahead of the times. 
It, it unironically just... sounds like an anime title. It sounds very descriptive <laughs> about what happens. I'm, dude, I'm waiting for the, the anime remake, but... So it's <laughs> more like George Orwell's 1984, obviously, right? Very subtle, yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> it's got all the social commentary and subtle wit and charm and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I assume it starts AD. just like... 1984 with the two minutes of hate where they all scream slurs at Jesus at the beginning because Christianity is <laughs> outlawed. <laughs> yeah, that was the weird part about that movie. It's like they were, it, it was like COVID. It was about how COVID, like they were bummed that they like can't go to restaurants anymore and stuff. But like it was also, it was like about COVID, but also <laughs> in the midst of like COVID somehow Christianity became illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Only Christianity, though. Like, every, every other religion well, is fine. Let's, uh, let's follow the so train of thought. God gave everyone COVID, obviously. So, yeah, we, we need to right. ban Christianity to stop COVID. It makes sense to some degree. Yeah. Do, do True, they I guess... explicitly say that all the other religions are fine? Um, are there, like, Muslims actually, dabbing good, on the that's Christians? Good, that's actually a good point. But I think it was... But in the synopsis, it just it just mentions Christianity, because uh, I, I mean, yeah. obviously, because that's that's a bold really choice. Like because it. from what I remember, it was like Jewish synagogues that had like the cops busting the doors down to arrest a bunch of Jews. Right, that, that's great. That was in New York. Yeah, it's I think. like it's the the whole movie is just like just just like just white Christian people just trying to be oppressed, so they make a movie about it. I guess. <laughs> Well, it was, it was a real passion hard. project. That's that's what matters. Are there any Absolutely. known actors in it, or is it just completely unknown people? Any names attached uh, to it? Well, no. the the the, <laughs> the director is a, a YouTuber. Oh, he's like a oh. a German Christian YouTuber. So it's like a <laughs> this is absolutely a passion of the Christ project. Passion. Project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it lo- it looked fucking awful i can't believe you watched it three times that's dedication surely after the first time you know what to write about like why did it take three times well i mean like when i make the videos about movies and stuff i watch it once like just just to watch it and then like the second time i'll like go through and write what i like the key points that i want to talk about and then like the third pass i'll like actually script like alongside it so it's like a I mean, I'm sure there's, like, an easier way to do it, but I'm also just, like, it takes me a long time to do stuff. So that's probably why. That's fair. Anyway, yeah, it's a, great, the- it's a great time. It's a great time. You should definitely watch it. It's free. It, it's on Amazon Prime, and you, can, and you can watch it. Oh, I definitely plan on watching it. It seems, it seems like the exact kind of movie I like to watch. Not three times, but maybe once, and mm-hmm. probably be done with it <laughs> forever. Once or twice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on, like, two times speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then, now I'd like to recommend something to you. You mentioned you were bored the second or third viewing. What if I told you there's a movie so <laughs> shitty that you could probably watch it upwards of ten times and still have fun? Wow, that would be great. It's, it uh, is that's... a magnum opus of just shit upon shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's called well, Moonfall, baby. Oh, <laughs> title drop, name drop. Moonfall. That's huge. Uh, I never even heard of this. Yeah, it's what? A, I was in the same boat before my third eye opened. It's it, not even small. It's not. It's a. It's by Roland Emmerich. Yeah, and it's big budget. 
I've straight yeah. up never heard of this movie. What? I, I guess don't spoil <laughs> how, it too How am much? I the only one that's heard of it? If it's huh? like that good that everybody should watch it. it no, I'm just saying try not to spoil it too much, I guess. No, no, no. Spoilers. Uh, the, the, spoiler, the spoilers are the best part of this movie. They Kai. are There's, yeah, well, spoil it. Okay, hang on. There, there's <laughs> you shouldn't ruin it for the audience. There's a lot that and you Curtis. can spoil, and it's okay, like generic disaster movie, like, oh, and then this guy died and whatever. But there is a twist that I don't know if we want to spoil it, because that, <gasps> that fucking melted me in my seat when that happened. I had to cover my mouth so I didn't, like, laugh through the entire <laughs> theater full of people. I mean, you can spoil it if you want. See, I mean, you gave um, us permission. All right. If, okay, yeah, if you're out fine. there listening and you're going to watch this movie, this is your spoiler warning because there it's are... Probably, it's probably such a good twist that you'll still be surprised yeah. even when you see no, it. No one could ever see this twist <laughs> coming. Yeah, <laughs> just I'll just think that you're ahead, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but if this is your spoiler warning. Anyway. All right, so Curtis, this movie is in theaters currently, so you know if you don't have plans for the rest of the day, allow me to sell you on this movie. I'll do the marketing for it. Moonfall <laughs> is a Roland Emmerich film. Roland Emmerich made like Day After Tomorrow, 2012. A whole his whole career is pretty much just Independence Day. Yeah, it, pretty much stinker after stinker, except for Independence Day. And he made Moonfall, which. And keep in mind, this is the guy who recently said Marvel movies are destroying what cinema is really about. <laughs> and his new movie, Moonfall. Wait, that was Roland? Yeah, I thought that, that was, was Roland. I thought that it was, was Scorsese. Nope, nope. Roland Emmerich, yeah, was... right when this movie dropped, had an article come out where he said Marvel movies are destroying the cinema, the cinema that I love. There's no decent film being made. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah apparently maybe, he meant, maybe he meant like Marvel's like extorting specific small cinemas. Maybe that's what he meant. He was no, asking, he was saying, how many superhero movies can you make? Yeah. <laughs> he, well, a disaster lot. movie. His exact quote was, they're ruining the industry a little bit because nobody does anything original anymore. When nearly every <laughs> movie he makes is big disaster happens. <laughs> well, okay, please don't, don't fucking pigeonhole this man into one genre after Moonfall. Oh, true. So, Moonfall is about the moon falling out of its normal orbit and hurtling towards Earth. And it's all about... Does God just turn off gravity or something? It just drops? Oh, you'd be surprised. The reason it happens is shocking and exciting. Yeah, This is a Darman level twist. So the moon... is out of trajectory, and the only one who notices in the beginning is a conspiracy theorist who runs a blog and believes in megastructures, and he breaks the news to the world through an anonymous Twitter post that in the first two hours goes turbo-viral, and the whole world begins to panic that they now know the moon is crashing towards the Earth based off of <laughs> yeah. one anonymous source on Twitter. So so <laughs> megastructures is a real conspiracy theory about people who believe, like, the other planets or the moon or the sun mm. are giant constructions or vehicles or what have you built by aliens. That's cool. And, they, and okay. they, they're, like, giant, like, cars that run off of dead suns and shit. And this yeah, is a it, real conspiracy theory. There are people in real life who believe cool this. That's fuck. I believe um, it. Right yeah, yeah. So, so fucking, fucking, uh, what's his name? The fat guy from Game of Thrones. Like, what's his name in Game of Thrones? Fucking Edward there Tully. So many fat what is it? In there. Oh, anyway. Tully. Mm-hmm. Tully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tully. Sam Tully, right? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, so Tully fucking shows up and Tully. he's. 
he's this big conspiracy theorist who believes in this shit and he's sitting in his room and he's like crunching these numbers and he's thinking this over and he's like oh the moon might be falling out of orbit this is crazy so he's not sure what to do and he's having this real conflict and he's sitting in his fucking office and he looks at a poster for spacex and he says what would elon do yeah what he actually says he says it twice in the movie he says what would elon do yeah seriously no yeah. way no seriously no way. fucking seriously so then while he's <laughs> while he's having this quandary over what to do with his life and this new world-changing knowledge his cat named fuzz aldrin pisses on oh, some God. newspaper on the floor so That's he cute. picks up the newspaper covered in cat piss and he sees that an astronaut is going to be speaking in his town and he goes oh that's it you're a genius so the plot moves forward because he read a piece of paper with cat piss on it and also thought like elon would think so he goes to this astronaut day conference to impersonate an astronaut and he's lecturing these kids about how the aliens are flying planets like in the Invader Zim episode with like rockets yep. on the moon. <laughs> so he's going over this theory and then the astronaut comes in. He throws the data at him. Long story short, it's all confirmed. The dude's a fucking genius. The, the moon is truly coming towards the Earth. And then it's this boss battle against the moon where everything's <laughs> just going wrong. Every possible shit decision that could be made gets mm -hmm. made. For example... Like, uh, eventually the gravity is getting fucked up, so the waves are just turning into giant pillars of water. And oh, that's cool. there's a scene where these people are trying to escape, and they get on a helicopter, and it's like, okay, they're definitely going to escape, because now they can just get away from the water, because the water's not moving. <laughs> the water is stationary. It's yeah. just being lifted by it's the moon. It's just being pulled towards the moon. Yeah. So the water's just sitting there, and they're in this helicopter, and instead of flying away from the water, the dude kamikazes into the water It's the safest place to be, really, oh in the middle of the, of the hurricane. So, killing so that, in that killing the entire team of advanced analysts that were the ones responsible <laughs> oh. for calculating all of the data. That, that, that scene the happens, data in the water column. That scene happens after one of my favorite scenes in the movie, one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. So they're setting up this last minute spaceship launch there's like all these setup scenes like they have to go get a decommissioned space shuttle and like bring this astronaut out of retirement because everything's so fucked and everything's all scattered because the moon's fucking things up so they cobble together this mission last minute and they're setting everything up and they're like hey uh director of nasa and astronaut guy we have a problem one of our three rockets won't fire it, it's broken it, it just will not fire it's not gonna work so they're like leaking well, what is coolant yeah it's, it's leaking coolant it's not gonna fly like this so they go well what do we do and he goes well unfortunately we can't get to the moon with just two engines it's not enough propulsion we can't steer properly it's not gonna happen we we can't do this so they're like all right we have to cancel the flight so keep in mind, this is at a moment where there is no other hope for humanity. This mission has to happen or everyone on Earth will die. So what do they do? The commander of NASA gets on a bullhorn and goes, I want to thank everyone for coming here. The mission is canceled. You can go home. <laughs> she does not explain what? why. She does not offer options or solutions. She just tells everyone to go home. So everyone goes home. Literally jump cut, smash cut to every single person at the base leaving. Gone. Immediately gone. Meanwhile, in one of the research labs, these two dudes are running calculations and they go, 
hey, so we re we ran the numbers, and it turns out because the moon is getting closer, we can use its gravity to slingshot the shuttle to the surface. We don't need as much thrust because <laughs> the moon is helping us now. We can do the launch. We can do it. We don't need the third engine. And the director of NASA is like, okay, we better hurry the fuck up and start this shuttle. And the whole time I'm thinking, everyone left only like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> you can't just call them back and like get an actual <laughs> launch going. But no, nope, so they, they have to cobble together a ragtag team of like five people, which means the conspiracy theorist is one of the people who they have to launch into space. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they sent Elon Musk to space? Oh, they, oh actually, th this is where the, the second... Stan? This is where the second thank you Elon comes from yep. because I think when they were... And I could oh, be wrong. You'll have to correct me, Andrew. <laughs> when they were recalculating the numbers... Oh, I remember, yeah. Uh, the, the guy... His name's KC, which is the Game of Thrones guy. KC's like, I did this again. Thank you, Elon. Because he was so like basing it on SpaceX or some shit. So it's oh it's God. their uh their yeah, they're talking about SpaceX and like engines and propulsion, and yeah. they're they're going over the details in the mission, and he interrupts with, I love Elon. Yeah, it was something like yeah. that. What yeah. the hell? Oh, this movie why, is why? so like, good. Is so Roland cringe. like buddies with Elon or something? I like, think he really I think he just really wants to suck on his wiener a little bit. Like, I love yeah. you, Elon. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the Dogecoin boost or something. I don't really know. So when they get Falling to space, the sack, yeah. when they get to space is an absolute another one of my favorite scenes. Oh. So so throughout the movie, there is blatant product placement. It is blatant. There's ads for oh, sodas. Maybe, maybe, and... maybe Musk paid for it then. Maybe oh, Musk oh, yeah. paid for it's, the... it's like Transformers oh, maybe, yeah. where like every car is a Chevrolet and they put the logo right in your fucking face. <laughs> um, so... So fucking in this movie, there's blatant advertising from two companies. One of them we'll talk about in a bit, but the other one is Kaspersky, the yeah. antivirus. <laughs> what? what? So yeah. Are there viruses on the moon? Kaspersky has like blatant product placement, the antivirus software no one uses. So Kaspersky has literally, there's a scene when they're showing a destroyed city. There is a giant neon green billboard that just says the words Kaspersky. It doesn't say what they do. <laughs> it's not advertising. It's just just the word Kaspersky on a downtown LA billboard. <laughs> but anyway, they they launch into space. So it's main tough guy like Ethan Hawke ripoff actor, the director of NASA and uh, Game of Thrones conspiracy theory guy. Those are the only three people they can get on this mission. They're currently in space on the space shuttle and they have to have conspiracy theorists dock the space sh shuttle to a different like space station so they can like get supplies and do this like Land Rover mission. So they dock it and he's on the computer and he's typing on like, okay, lock the airlock and line up the thrusters and doing this. And as he's doing that, the screen says Kaspersky secured, meaning yeah, the NASA space the shuttle uses Kaspersky to secure to other wow. space shuttles. <laughs> it does Kaspersky everything. Kaspersky bag secured. It's so fucking <laughs> funny. Uh, and it's on screen for like 30 uninterrupted seconds yeah he's just clicking kaspersky prompts <laughs> while he's trying to <laughs> it's just so good it's uh, really charlie do you want to take the... away what happens next yeah it's just just so we don't spend too much time on it i mm -hmm. could literally talk for hours about this movie we haven't even touched yeah, on anything so good There's we so haven't even much. touched on most of the earth dwelling things but oh yeah just to get to the spoiler part so eventually it is confirmed that 
the thing that was causing the anomaly that pushed the moon out of orbit were nanobots from a sentient AI from deep dwelling space. Mm -hmm. And they found our moon, which is actually a Dyson sphere megastructure, confirming the conspiracy (gasps) theorist theory. And the white dwarf is being sapped by the nanobots. And once we get to the moon, uh, Patrick Wilson, who's like the, the main character... He gets abducted by the aliens on the moon, and they give a brief overview of what exactly the moon is. And they tell the story that humans were actually, billions of years ago, humans conquered the universe. They were spacefaring galactic citizens who were so advanced. Damn right. Yep, they eventually created an AI that overthrew them, drove them to extinction, and their last-ditch effort was putting their DNA and all of their technology into these giant moon-like structures, these Dyson (laughs) spheres, and tossing them out across the universe to, like, hospitable solar systems. But the AI found them, and the only one that survived was the moon. So eventually they did find the moon, and that's what caused all of this. And then Ethan, or Brian, his name's Brian in the movie, he gets special powers as a result of being beamed with all this energy from the yeah, aliens. God. Yeah. This is literally Halo 4, and this, by the way. And this comes, <laughs> this comes the fuck out of nowhere, Absolutely by the way. out of nowhere. Just yeah. wait, 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 wait. So if, if the moon is, like, controlled by an AI, or there's an AI hunting humans or whatever... Uh, Kaper- Kaspersky could have literally <laughs> saved the day if it was actually good. <laughs> they just needed oh, a really man. good antivirus to stop this. Well, we we didn't even we didn't even talk about the best product placement. This is probably my favorite part of the oh, entire the movie. Slapped, so yeah. so Lexus has like the most integrated product placement of a movie I've ever seen. One of the main characters is the manager of a Lexus dealership, and his own introduction <laughs> wow. is he's on the phone talking to the main character and it starts by showing the lexus logo and then slow panning over the entire dealership until it gets to him talking so later on in the movie this is the earth part (laughs) this is the people like trying to survive all the fucking apocalypse and pandemic shit so they're running away from some bad dudes who are chasing them because they have oxygen canisters and they're like in military humvees they're being shot at and it's like an exciting action chase the main group in front being chased is driving in a a lexus suv and and like it's it's very lexus and they show the lexus logos and all that shit drifted around the corners it's supposed to be like this cool montage of lexus and it's somehow outrunning (laughs) military humvees on like incredibly treacherous rocky mountainous snowy roads but the best (laughs) part the absolute best part of the whole movie is they're outrunning it and the, the i think the son is walter jr from breaking bad was i right about that i didn't look it up I okay don't think so, right about so it, the son the astronaut's son who's trying to survive on earth is driving the lexus and he's like smashing the steering wheel and he's like we need more speed we have to go faster we have to outrun them so the lexus dealer who's sitting next to him goes well wait till i shift it to warp speed and there's a close-up there is a close-up of his hand grabbing a dial in the car and changing it from comfort to sport mode it's so cool. It's so great. Holy shit. It's Why so was it in good. comfort mode during a car chase? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you needed to preserve the fuel. It's <laughs> all about the fuel economy, Kaya. You wouldn't yeah. if you would just watch the movie, you would know all about Lexus. Right. Oh, all the fuel so stations funny. are blowing up from the moon. He's gotta conserve that tank. 
I get oh it. Oh my god, it is one of the funniest movies ever. There's a subplot with a general who stops a nuclear launch, and his reasoning is, I trust my wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, You're man. underselling it. It's when they finally <laughs> nuke the moon. Yeah, they, so they were going to nuke the moon, but for some reason, instead of waiting, or instead of doing it like right away when they knew it was falling and it was far enough away where the nuclear detonations wouldn't kill everyone, <laughs> they waited till it was literally destroying their base. Like, all right, it's time to launch now, or the nukes would guarantee everyone in the world died. And then, so they're about to turn the keys, and this Ugh. is when his wife is Halle Berry. She's the NASA commander, and they were married. They broke up. <laughs> And then they're on space fighting the nanobots. And for some reason, inexplicably, before the dude turns the key, he's like, you know what? I trust my ex-wife. And he pulls out a gun and he's holding them all at gunpoint. He's like, we're going to wait this out. And then all of a sudden, the entire base collapses on itself and they all die. Yep. Uh, wait, it's so, so did you say it's a this Dyson sounds like sphere? a dream that you I know. It honestly felt like a fucking dream, a wet dream. It was perfect in every area it needed to be to be a beautifully bad movie. It was a two and a half hour movie. It felt like 45 minutes. I, 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 wish it did, I wish it didn't end. I was mad when it ended. Damn. <laughs> So I gotta so go even with all the spoilers, I'm definitely gonna go please see it. do. Hang on. Please, so if, a Dyson, so if it's a Dyson sphere, wouldn't the sun inside like grill the planets? Don't ask that question, Kai. What are you talking about, Kai? What do you know about mega structures? Like, what are yeah, you? Yeah, come on, dude. Also, is it? Imagine if it was like actually sponsored by Dyson. Just sucks up the earth. Yeah, a real va- space oh, is so a vacuum. If, a Dyson. So the oh, true, humans true. originally created the moon. Is that the thing from like yeah. billions of years ago? Yeah. Okay, couldn't they have included like a how-to manual that told us? No, all the, this Kaya, stuff? don't ask those questions. What are you talking about? Come you're on. just not advanced enough to understand, bro. Come like, on, what, dude. What is wrong with you? Well, you're not even I Elon Musk, would... man. <laughs> why would they be covert about this? Like, hey, this is a civilization saving, like, basically a spaceship, our last resort. It's like Noah's Ark for humans, right? Like, why would you disguise it as a moon from ourselves? Because then it's a mega well, it's in park. It's again saving fuel. It's just parked around the planet yeah. for when we need it. I assume. Whatever. Oh uh, sure. God, this <laughs> the, this movie is it is an achievement. There is not a single character in the movie that is smart. Every yeah. single person <laughs> in it makes multiple stupid decisions. Oh like, my God! Like yeah, you, you could you so could dumb. rattle them off on so a list, dumb. and it would be the whole episode of the show. They have an EMP that they bring up to space, and the evil sentient AI like kind of fucks it for a full minute. And the guy is like, come on, get closer so you can blow it up. He's literally it's inside literally of the right fucking EMP, to too. It's literally he keeps asking to the it. nanobots to get closer while they're <laughs> penetrating it. He's, you guys sound insane. This <laughs> is a real like, movie. I know the words you're saying, but they don't I make sense. I swear to you, Jackson, this is a real movie <laughs> we both saw. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, I know. I know. I've been looking but forward to this the, movie for so long. Oh. A- Wouldn't that like send a signal to the AI now and... Like, can't it just come back with spaceships and shit and yes. just blow the so planet up? That's the best part. I, I, we're getting so deep. Like, there's so much more we haven't even talked on. Like, for, it's for bad decisions. It turns out the nanobots only go for, like, actual electronics when there's organisms nearby, like human organics. So for mm-hmm. some reason, the conspiracy theorist brings his fucking iPhone and starts taking pictures. Oh so then he God. gets alerted. But regardless, at the end of the movie, they finally do get this EMP and what's supposed to be like a climactic self-sacrifice. The conspiracy theorist pops out the back of his ship, fucking scoots in sideways on the EMP, riding that bitch right into the belly of the nanobots. 
And then he's like, you shouldn't have underestimated us as he detonates it and finally killing the nanobots. Into the movie, roll credits, the moon all of a sudden immediately corrects itself so the whole world is saved instantly. Like, all of the destruction is reverted, apparently. Literally corrects itself. How does it go back? Literally all of the cataclysmic fallout and everything involved just starts floating away in the sky. Like, it just immediately reverses course. It literally cleaned up everything. Like, it just sucked up its own debris. Like, all of the dead buildings. Like, let me take that. Like, hey, it's a giant moon. It's gonna self... Yeah, it's gonna self-cleaning stuff. It probably fucking wasn't Dyson vacuum yeah, it now. sucked it all up like a Dyson. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was right. Curtis got it right. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, it has the audacity to set itself up for not only a sequel, but a whole extended universe. So the, the Game of Thrones guy in the self-sacrifice, at the end of the movie, he comes back and he's talking to the moon AI and he's like, am I dead? And he's like, well, we downloaded your consciousness. You are the moon now. And it's time to get to work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because the, the oh, other, yeah. the so other the moon, nanobots are coming. So the moon says, it's time to get to work. And he says, <laughs> he nanobots. says doing what? And then it cuts to credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's so brave. It's That's so, so brave. good. It's oh, so fucking there, good. There man. is not a single scene of that movie that doesn't provide entertainment. Whether it's someone doing something stupid or saying something confusing or something like blowing up, it is it is a non-stop entertainment machine. Yeah, it is so That's fucking incredible. Good. I remember the Roland Emmerich guy, he made Day After Tomorrow, you said? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I always remember this fucking scene from that movie when they go out to get like medicine from like a ship or something yeah, yeah. yeah. The the and they're running they're running back and they're like being chased by the cold yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and by wolves don't forget there was wolves and too, wolves right? too yeah there are wolves at how do the part. wolves survive out there like it, right the, the <laughs> ice is literally chasing them because it's so cold like it will instantly freeze you if it touches you i guess <laughs> yeah i guess i remember that watching movie's i loved also that movie great. when i was younger but yeah that, i remember so that, good. that that scene is just so. Like, actually, they just needed a chase scene. So yeah. Like, okay, I guess. But they had wolves the to chase anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Why choose the cold? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that movie was. I used to love that oh, movie. It was so good. I've seen it so many times. And then that chase ends with them like making it back to the library, and they're like, "Quick, get get the fire going!" So they toss two extra <laughs> yeah. logs, and then all of a sudden the cold is defeated forever. <laughs> no, it's not. It's oh, not no, that. You're, they you're literally close the doors. They close the not doors, and logs. the cold can't can't get in. They just close the, the oh, door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They close the door. <laughs> and then when the logs ran out, I think they had like this whole thing. They tried to make a statement or a lesson, I guess, or something where they were oh, like, bur- we can't burn the books, oh, you guys. Books. Yeah, 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 no. I'd, but there's a librarian I'd rather character. the last remnants of humanity die than burn books. Like, who's going to read also, them if you're all I- dead? <laughs> True. Also, I can't... I was always, like, frustrated with that um, movie because, like, it seems... I don't think they do a good job with, like, the passage of time because it feels like it's only, like really really cold for like a day and then it's like oh well it's everybody's fine now but it makes it seem like it's this crazy like world ending thing but it happens for like a week and like dennis quay is like i'm here now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know oh uh, yeah I, I don't know either it's meant to be like an ice age right it's meant to be like a long amount of time yeah yeah, was- yeah i i didn't under- i mean maybe i was because i was a kid but i was like it literally seemed like they were just in the library for like a couple days and then the whole thing just sort of blew over Definitely were. They were only there for a couple of days because they didn't have food or stuff, and they needed like, <laughs> right. like the medicine and stuff. So they were definitely low on supplies. 
And then there was a whole group of people that left the library and they like froze immediately as well. <laughs> like <laughs> they left in exile, but then like later on in the movie, you see their frozen corpses just like right outside the library. <laughs> it's so, yeah, oh man, he's such a good director. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love him. Moonfall is his best work too. I think we're, I really hope, and this isn't an ideal world, we do get that extended universe of Moonfall. I want to see those galactic space battles where the moon's fighting (laughs) off nanobots. There's so much to talk about. There's the fact that the opening scene has the fucking astronaut called a disgraced hero and totally blacklisted for for the fucking aliens attacking because they blame it on him for no reason. Yeah, and then, in the beginning of the movie, uh, the nanobots actually attack the ship and kill his friend, and they blame him. They call it negligence, even though there's video footage of the nanobots yep. being there's, there. There's not only video footage <laughs> of the fucking thing happening, he's got a helmet cam that recorded the entire thing because they watch it later in the movie. <laughs> like, And, oh then, and then there's the blatant big-budget movie pandering to China. There's a fucking like scene where a guy's son is learning Chinese, and he just throws in random Chinese quips everywhere. <laughs> For is no there, reason. Is there, like, it's is so there a really funny. cool is there a really cool like Independence Day tier like uh rousing speech, you know, that the president gave at the airbase? There was no cool speech no. actually. I, I was oh, waiting wow. for that because Roland Emmerich is kind of known for those like iconically yeah, silly absolutely. speeches. I don't think there was anything even close to that. The closest thing I could think of was uh when KC, the Game of Thrones guy, his cat pisses on the newspaper and he's like, Fuzz Aldrin, <laughs> you're a genius. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's it is the perfect movie. It's it's perfect on all fronts. It's yeah. entertaining. It's stupid. I'm absolutely gonna go see it. It it it's got fun destruction. It has all of the check marks of like a modern big budget blockbuster, but in a bad way, like product placement and pandering to international markets and plots that make no sense. Oh my god, it's just so it had good. like a anyway. hundred and twenty million dollar budget too, and every goddamn dollar was spent on making it as shitty as possible. It's amazing. Yep. It's it's an achievement. It's an achievement. It's up there. Anyway, anyway, I think there we've talked go, about. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely move on. I think, I think Curtis is. <laughs> I think Curtis is sold. <laughs> We brought yeah. Curtis on here just to fucking market a movie towards him. <laughs> to, to be fair, to be fair, man, I wanted to talk about this literally since we watched it, and I think Curtis, you had to reschedule, so you did this to yourself. That's true. I also gave y'all permission, so true. If you told us good. not to do spoilers, this would have been a three-minute conversation. <laughs> yeah, it would have just yeah, been Charlie and I fervently screaming, "Watch Moon fall over and over again." <laughs> oh, what a what a movie! Uh, well, I want to talk about a place where you can hire people to film a movie, if that's okay. <laughs> Listen, Go we'll ahead. talk to you in another six minutes. This is not the best. We've got contractual obligations. I'm sorry. Curtis understands. I'm just an audience member. It's all good. Curtis, Curtis, when this is over, you can have the floor. You can have the entire last 45 minutes of the show to yourself. How about that? (laughs) Sure. All right. So anyway, if you want to film a movie... Try to compete with with Moonfall. You won't. You you can't. But if you want to try, you can use Fiverr. According to a study conducted by Fiverr, 25% of people revealed that they had a business idea in the past 18 months, but 60% of them never pursued it. 
lot of people said it was due to lack of resources. Well, Fiverr is going to give you the resources that you need because it's going to help you hire whatever freelance people you need for any project. I use people on Fiverr to make music for my YouTube videos and streams pretty regularly. And people can use them for all sorts of shit. There's art, there's graphic design, there's classes and tutorials. You can find someone teaching you something or doing something for you to pretty much any capacity with Fiverr. And I use it regularly and I recommend it. Simple to use, great customer service, qualified freelancers in every field. Every successful something was once nothing. Head to Fiverr.com and turn nothing into something today. Receive 10% off of your first order by using code OP at F-I-V-E-R-R.com. That's code OP at F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And while you're at Fiverr, maybe you could get someone to build you a mattress and send it to you. Maybe there's a freelance sleep associate, man who's going to meditate you into a comfortable dreamland, but... They're not going to do nearly as good of a job as if you just slept on the Helix mattress. Everyone knows this. Why would you bother paying for bad quality sleep? Why do you skimp on something that you spend, I don't know, roughly six to ten hours a night in? That doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense. How about you make some sense? How about you realign your brain by having a good filling deep sleep on a Helix sleep mattress? Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the mattress that's perfect for you. Soft, medium, firm, cooling down mattresses, nice little comfy plus-size folk mattresses. They've got all sorts of different types. They are also the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. And look, you have two minutes. You listen to this show for, I don't know what, an hour and a half, however long we go. You can take two minutes to take their sleep quiz, and you can do it at helixsleep.com slash official. Now, some of you might be grumpy gusses out there. You might be a sourpuss and say, well, I don't want to take a fucking sleep quiz to find a mattress. Well, hey, what if I told you that if you take that quiz, you find that mattress, you order a mattress, you'll get $200 off of your mattress order and two free pillows. But the only way, only way you're going to do that is helixsleep.com slash official. Don't go to helixsleep.com and take the quiz. Go to helixsleep.com slash official and take the quiz. You get $200 off and let them know that you were sent by us. Then you get two free pillows and you can draw our faces on them with lipstick and practice kissing it. That'd be fun. But (laughs) while you're kissing those pillows, you're going to think, oh, this is such a good, like, sensation. Feels good to kiss this. Feels nice to be comfortable. I turn the lights down low so it's nice and dark. I, I, I lit my scented candles so it smells really good in here. I scented boy flavor. Just to, you know, really match the atmosphere of those four strong official boys. But what am I listening to? How am I going to pipe in my smooth, sensual, relaxing jazz music to seduce this kissing pillow to? Are you going to use Raycon? Look, we're in the new year. It's 2022, okay? 2020 blue ass. 2021 wasn't that great either. But 2022 could shape up to be perfect. But only if you listen to me tell you that fact with Raycon earbuds. Their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. They also have an awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings, which I particularly use very often when I'm working out. I don't know about you, but when I'm at the gym or running or whatever the fuck, I feel really weird when I know there's people around me and I can't hear them. I just, I don't like being oblivious. 
So I appreciate mm-hmm. that awareness mode. I, I really hate that. It bugs me. You go on the fucking trail to run some miles, which everyone listening to this does, and the people who are on bikes just fly by you and it scares the shit out of you. I hate that. So that's why I always appreciate Nearbud, where you can get a kind of a, you know, pipe in the outside world a little bit. Raycons has eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life, and they are half the price of other premium audio brands. Right now, official podcast listeners can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash OP. That's buyraycon.com slash OP to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash OP. I wish this show was sponsored by Moonfall, because then I would segue into them, but it's not. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you to those sponsors for supporting the show. Curtis, please talk. Thank you, Curtis, for being here. Yeah. (laughs) No problem. We would, uh, as a a collective group, I think we'd like to apologize both to you and the audience for... (laughs) Uh, not saying a single word to you for the last 45 minutes. Basically. No, that was funny. I want to give it up for the sponsor, Kaspersky, for this podcast. <laughs> and hey, Lexus. Man, it's his fault. He, he chose Moonfall Day to show up. That's no, 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 no. That's enough of Moonfall. I don't. Now that's a banned <laughs> word for the rest of this episode. No more Moonfall. <laughs> Can we talk about Man Show? Because I found, uh, Curtis, I know you watched Man Show recently. I used to love that yeah, fucking show. me too. Dude, I never... Uh... I never watched it when I was a kid. Like, I don't think I was, like, awake late, like, late enough for, to actually, like, catch it. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think, like, I'm, I was on, like, the comedy channel or whatever. Uh, comedy Network. I don't know what it, yeah. Um, but it was on, like, after South Park or something. And I was like, I, I'm just going to go to bed, I think, because I already watched the show I want to watch. So I never actually stayed up to watch the man show. But after watching it now, it's like, whoa. Pretty gnarly. Isn't it isn't it fucking nuts how on that show Jimmy Kimmel did like blackface and all sorts of fucking yeah. terrible humor and yet he's never Jimmy been canceled? Kimmel? Wait, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel did blackface yeah. on the man show. This is a real thing. Curtis, can oh, yeah. you confirm that? I don't trust. I can, can, can He dressed up as I Charles Barkley, that. famous basketball player, for a skit where he imitated Charles Barkley and he went full blackface for it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that's he's like never been canceled about it. No one brings it up. It happened. It was well, a regular to thing. Be first, you're Canadian, right, Curtis? I think we yeah. established that at the beginning of the episode. Yes. Didn't you yeah. p- didn't your prime minister or president also do like <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> that's my favorite uh, thing. Every single time like when a famous person is trying to cancel someone else, like, oh here's a I don't know, Joe Rogan N-word compilation, and then immediately the first reply to it is like, okay, here's your N-word compilation. <laughs> it's like they immediately... <laughs> they always yeah, have something Jimmy, in their history. But Jimmy Kimmel is like a proponent of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Not black Well, that's, he's a that's proponent why it blows like, my mind. He's, an, other he's an incredibly like popular talk show host, and he's everywhere, and his whole shtick is like calling out other people and talking about current events. And he's also got views right. on YouTube and the internet and social media. And yet people just kind of sweep this under the rug. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like all the, when I was watching episodes on YouTube and like all the comments are from like weird, like conservative dudes who are just like, Oh, this is back when Jimmy used to tell it like it is. Now he's like, a, <laughs> now he's a lib. Now he's a lib cuck. Dude, like, it's so strange that like, people just watch that still 
and are like, nice. It's funny. <laughs> this is how it should be. It's funny that people say that's how he used to tell it like it is. That's where he had a skit where he impersonated Oprah and took a shit in a toilet and it was little Debbie brownie cakes. Like, it wasn't exactly incredibly witty commentary. Right. Oh, no, you remember is. so much of that. I watched the show religiously. <laughs> yeah. Still. I love the man show. You're the one to comment. Oh, yeah. He, well, he <laughs> is telling us like all the comments. <laughs> He's the commenters, yeah. No, when I was a, when I was a kid, I loved the man show because, yeah, it was after South Park and I would just watch him back to back. I fucking loved it. Because you right. felt like a like a bad boy. You felt like a bad <laughs> well, boy staying well, up late watching blackface. Distinctly, what I remember is during the end credits when they had the hot girls bouncing on trampolines. I would pause it uh, at certain moments to try to like see their underwear. I remember that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> when did that show come out? How old was I? It was a 99. Why are you asking us? Yeah. Why are you asking us how old you were? Yeah, I was like nine, <laughs> yeah, I was like nine ten years old when that show was on. <laughs> so yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. So I know, so, and it's like, so it's like the boy show basically. That was like their main demographic was like yeah, young, <laughs> young boys. The one, sh- I mean, the one it thing is with that kind of stuff. The other thing I remember from that show that I actually thought was pretty uh, fun was they wanted to show that people would do anything for money when you actually presented it. So you know, you know that idea where you're like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat a raw egg for like 20 bucks and then you actually show someone the egg in 20 bucks and they do it they did that a lot there was a guy who ate a whole stick of butter for like ten dollars that's not even what this i mean that's not even that disgusting compared to other shows like didn't scare factor or fear factor whatever it's called make someone eat like cow jizz or goat jizz or something yeah 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 that was a lot more how much was it for didn't they win like fifty grand or something? I still, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that for fifty grand. Yeah, me neither. Isn't that normal cuisine <laughs> in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> That's a regular dinner. Yeah, no, totally not. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that for a, like any low amount or high amount of money. Did you? Uh, <laughs> to kind of piggyback off the Man Show, did you ever see its like spiritual successor, the? Um, Oh, like the man myth busters or something where they'd take like man myths and try and bust them, but they'd only oh, use mancers. Yeah, I made a video about that, too. Oh, I didn't see that one. That, I used to educate us. That show was like 99% filler, wasn't it? It is was... so I like I liked mancers a lot more because it was like. I feel like it was more over the top, like it was sort of like aware of itself, but like man show, even if man show was like that, you like you couldn't really pick up on it. But Mansers has this one clip where, like, they do like segments. They it's like they ask a question or like a a, a, a question a, man, a question for man men, and <laughs> and then they show the Manser. And the question was that they spent like five minutes on it. And the clip is like just the sound clip is on YouTube. But the question is like the announcer is like, "Can you fart so hard your balls explode?" <laughs> and it is so. And they spend literally five minutes like doing the math and science on it. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, Mansers is pretty good. I remember the uh, fuck. It, it was um, if you throw your beer out in the beginning of the morning and fall in the garbage truck, how can you survive or some shit like that? What yeah. the fuck was it? <laughs> one of the oh. one of the classics they had that similar was like, "Where is the best place to get drunk in the universe?" And the, and the and the key wow. was they said universe because the answer was there's a cloud of alcohol floating out in the Andromeda galaxy. <laughs> oh, like they always pulled shit like that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I'm trying boy. to think if there's any other. Do you other remember good A Thousand like... Ways to Die? Yeah. That, that was, was another yeah. show Man, alongside Mancers. Yeah, but they wasn't titties and rock and roll in Thousand Ways to Die, Andrew. No. Oh, there were titties and Mancers? Yeah, half of them were just oh, like, of course there are. women yeah, in bikinis and stuff. So, how recent was Mansa's compared to the Man Show? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was a few years after. Well, I think Mansa's, Mansa's was, was like on late 2000s, right? Yeah, I think I was like, hey, guys, how old was I when I watched Mansa's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man Show. Ended, I believe you were about 12. Man Show ended in like 2004. Mansa's started in 2007. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 2007. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was in. So I was in. Grade set or seventh grade. I was in seventh grade. Yeah, I would have been almost around that age as well. I think I think I was just getting into seventh grade. I found the one I was talking about. Mansur still has a lot of their content on YouTube. The one I was thinking of, how can a guy escape from an ass crushing garbage truck? It was about a guy who <laughs> fell into a garbage truck to crush his ass, and it was about how he could survive. Ah. Uh. Well, now I'm scared. How do you survive? Just I don't, in case. I don't remember. I think the solution was you just have to dig down far enough and hope that it malfunctions or some shit. I don't know. It's Ew. been a while since I've seen it. Oh, dude, I remembered one. It was like basically like how you how you mentioned the um how they would just pull like these crazy like things from left field to like surprise you and like give the actual answer. It's like they did one where it's like, what's the best way to um like get a girl you know, like to do it up up the rear with someone <laughs> like and they kept using uh i think they kept using the word the term like tailpipe Jesus for it Christ. and in like the that's actual the yeah and then, and then the this by the end of the the answer was the best way to do it up the tailpipe is to actually like fuck your car like the, the actual <laughs> tailpipe and that was the answer. It was pretty insane. I, I'm trying to yeah, find a lot like a of it was just puns. Joke. Yeah, yeah, just like uh, yeah, they did right. a ton of puns. Like they they do a fucking skit where they're like, "What are the best knockers in the world?" And it'd be like a pair of fucking door knockers from like China or some right. shit. <laughs> oh. They absolutely would do that. So it was for like stoners. They would just laugh at the TV after like 10 p.m. It was supposed to grab your attention by being yeah. like. Like, what's Sexual. the most magnificent ass in the planet? And then it would be, like, the world's prized donkey. Like, it was, it, you know, it was to, right. to get your attention. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, that's so fucking lame compared to at. Jimmy Kimmel literally doing blackface and, like, whatever he was doing. <laughs> like, at least the man show committed to, like, <laughs> I well, don't know, really shitty to, stuff. Not to, like, undersell Mansers, but they still, like, for the biggest prize ass in the world, they'd show the donkey and then just a big lady's ass. Like yeah, they'd lead up to it with big asses, and they'd show examples. They'd be like, "Maybe it's Big Bertha," and like, she'd be a porn star with a big ass, and then yeah, (laughs) you'd get something out of it. I'm surprised there's not more shows like Naked Attraction, where it's literally just naked people on TV. It's so entertaining. What's that? I, I, it's I've so fucking fun. Oh, you haven't? Oh, you don't know Naked Attraction, dude? This is a a show that airs on. In the UK, I think, right, Jackson? Yeah, it's UK. And yeah. it's like, it's a normie channel too. It's like Channel 4 or some shit, where just, I guess, I'm at midnight or something. So what Naked Attraction is, they get a bunch of naked people in the studio, like, I think six of them are four, five or something. And yeah, then, six. basically, they have the main character, the person who has to pick out of, the, out of a lineup of naked people, the person that they want to date. But the way they do it is they reveal each body part one by one. So the curtain will go Fun up and then you see the top. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so you see the so naked you see their like, feet and their vagina first, and then you see their like tits. And in between each of those rounds, you eliminate one person. Like you're judging them based entirely off like the first round, you're judging them entirely off their vaginas. Yeah, or (laughs) their cocks. So you go, I want to remove red because his foreskin isn't up to my standards. And then then like once that happens, the the red red canister will lift up, revealing the rest of them. And then they have to have like an awkward interaction and leave. And it just goes on forever. It's so good. Yeah, and then they always show, like, the person who got eliminated waddle off the set, and every single time they, z- <laughs> like, zoom in on their fucking ass cellulite. And the hostess, <laughs> oh, I forget her oh, name, no. but the lady hosting it every single time, she has to, like... Anna Richardson. Int- huh? What's her name? Her name's Anna Richardson, I think. Anna okay. Richards or Anna Richardson. Well, every single time she, like, um, interviews the person who's doing the picking, she's like, So what do you think about his penis, then? Is it like to your liking or is it too small? Yeah. It's fully uncensored, right? Yeah, it's yes. fully uncensored. Okay. And more to the point, it's also uh. like fully uncensored on YouTube. They have a YouTube channel oh, and it's wow. fully uncensored on there. What? So I don't know how they managed to swing that. Literally. Swinging. No, swinging yeah, you can see full on yeah, cock and vagina. There was uh, there was no limits to this. Like I was I was figuring, all right, they'll show They'll show penises wow. and, and vaginas and boobs, but there's no way they'll show anus. And then, like, one of the rounds, someone bent over. <laughs> you can see everything. <laughs> so I don't know that's, if there are any limits with that's naked That's what attraction. I say before I watch any show. There's no way they're going to show anus. I'm skimming through an episode on YouTube, and there's just dicks and pussies flopping around everywhere. This is crazy. Yeah. Wait, you think we, this was a, like a collaborative lie by me and Kai? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm shocked it's on exists. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's I a lot of dicks and penises on YouTube. There's like, you can literally type in as like medical questions and oh, yeah. like naked yoga and shit. No, I, <laughs> I understand from like a medical perspective or an educational perspective, but this is just reality TV. Yeah, it is genuinely like I get right. it if it's not in a sexual setting or anything, but this seems like it because they're talking about dating and stuff, and they're mm. like actually like talking about the the sexual aspects of the body. So it's close enough to sexualization that I think it shouldn't be allowed. But I, who right. cares? It's entertaining. I'm yeah, sorry, but like in the oh, go ahead, sorry, Curtis. So no, no, you go. No. Oh, no, I go. was <laughs> I was gonna say that's. Since it's a reality show, it's like if fucking Jeff Probst just had his dick out the whole time during Survivor. Like, it's not, it's not allowed. It shouldn't be allowed on YouTube. That's what I was going to say. The one, the on. one I just skimmed through on YouTube is like just a naked dude in a wheelchair. I don't know why it's so funny to me to just show that on TV. <laughs> what a great yeah, they show. Had, they, had a, they had a full, like, uh, like what, what do you call it? Like, people with disabilities episode. It was quite endearing, oh. actually. It's nice. <laughs> I don't think it's a great show, though. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, dude, oh, yeah so... can't watch it in Canada. Fuck! No! Oh, oh you're going to use a VPN. <laughs> yeah, use a God Oh, God me. damn it. Danny's going to have to blur my sunglasses for the last 10 minutes. I've just been skimming through episodes. You guys are right. This is, this is like drawing me in. It's hypnotizing me. No, it's great. You need to watch it. It's so entertaining, like the reasons they give and how they like try to be nice about like eliminating people like they're uh, never like po- straight up rude or anything but you could tell they're just not it, attracted like, to them and, and that's nice man. spoiler alert by the way it literally never works they do an after segment where you know the 
the person they finally pick, they go out on a date, and then a week later they do mm -hmm. a follow up, and every single time they just sit apart on the couch. They're like, oh. "Yeah, we had one date. It didn't work out." It <laughs> turns out picking someone based on a fucking tit <laughs> doesn't really mean you're soulmates. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, yeah. A, a big component of this as well is that the host. Uh, not the host, the guest, like the person that goes on to pick, also has to go naked in the final round. So then the two other people oh, yeah. like get to see them naked. It's it's a whole thing. It's so much fun. I love it. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, that's our contribution to <laughs> what were we talking about? The Man Show. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of close to the Man Show. Like, so yeah, Charlie and I, Charlie and I brought Moonfall. Jackson and Kaya brought Naked Attraction. Curtis, <laughs> do you have an interesting or weird show you've been checking out lately? Uh, or movie, or something that's been catching your eye. Hmm. Uh. Well, I did a. I did a video about this a while ago, but I, this is one that I try to recommend to everybody. Okay, um, good. Have you guys heard of Goat Story? Goat no, Story. Is that a video game? Goat Story. It is a movie. Uh. It is. Oh, dude! It is a fucking. It's so insane. Never um. Heard of it. I made a video about this, but you should just fucking watch the movie if you have time. But um, it's a movie from the only animated movie out of Czech Republic. They, it's oh, like it the first like one they ever made. Is, is it a Christian uh, thing? No, it is. <laughs> it is not. Um, also, it's very strange that it's about this guy who goes to Prague. It's like it's about when. He goes to Prague to like find work with his friend who is a goat, and uh, he starts like building this bridge where he meets this uh, girl who has like the biggest boobs in any like animated movie for it's for kids too. Um, and there's like a sex scene in it too, which is really weird, and you see her what? butt and boobs in it. I think you really um, need to sell to the audience that even though this is for kids, it has some of the most horrifying CGI I've ever seen. Yeah, this looks yeah, disgusting. It's it's, it why is, is it so dirty? Terrifying it is looking movie. Yeah, it is. It looks like they've very... all been rolling around in like manure. Is that like <laughs> part of the story? Well, it's like set in like old times, so I guess like I guess people uh, were just dirtier back then. Whole but, thing's on YouTube, um, by the way. Yeah, whole movie. Nice. And uh, to, to me, it looks like if Shrek, like the Shrek movie, was uh, like about a goat and two ogres. Oh, I yeah, guess they're humans yeah. in this. Oh my god, ogres in Shrek. Never there's mind. also this. There's this just weird like like he's this. His name is Jemmy. He's in love with the big boob girl whose name is Katie. And there's this like side plot where like the goat is in love with Jemmy, but. <laughs> And they like almost fuck, and like it doesn't happen because like he, because like he's like, oh, I can't. We're friends. <laughs> that's the only thing that's <laughs> wrong with that. We're in our friendship. Um, it also apparently had a budget of almost two million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and the ending is fuck. It's also the ending is actually insane as well. I don't know. I don't know if I, we want to spoil, spoil it for people. But that's fair. We spoiled so, everything for you. So, Jemmy gets, like, hired to fix this, like, clock tower that's, like, broken. And they, like, kidnapped K Katie to, like, make him do it. And they force him to do it. Um, but he can't fix the clock in time. And then, so Katie is, like, hung. And you see her hanging from the thing. But it's pretty fucking scary. And then, like, 
it turns out that goat the person hanging isn't katie it's goat dressed up <laughs> like katie like she stuffed melons in her dress to make her look like a human <laughs> so no she goat. like sacrifices herself to like make jemmy not feel sad that katie's gonna get hung basically here um <laughs> so never then everybody lives and it turns out at the end like the goat actually like had like a metal thing like in her throat that made it so if she didn't like, die when she was hung what? which makes no sense so they all yeah someone just put it in the discussion thing that i see the fucking screenshot of the goat hanging dead <laughs> and jimmy just... and katie like crying <laughs> You can it's pretty fun. easily tell that's a goat, by the way. Exactly, yeah. but everyone thinks it's like a, a legit person. The Couldn't movie is a like, puppet? <laughs> or anything else other than the goat, yeah. Dude, it's so insane. And they made a sequel. Um, and the sequel's actually like a lot better, but the first one is absolutely insane. So if you guys have like a yeah. an, hour, an hour and a half to spare, you should really watch that one. Because the animation watch. alone is terrifying. <laughs> Why is the second one better? Did they take like the constructive criticism on board? <laughs> All of, like the, uh, well, it was requests. just like a, it was just a, like a, a, a more like simple story, and like they actually like, I think they <laughs> tried to actually like make it like more appealing to kids because there was like it was more of like an ensemble type thing, and they just like went on this journey to like rescue their parents instead of like fixing a fucking clock and then <laughs> hanging yourself. I don't. How did yeah. you find this? <laughs> Uh, I think someone tweeted at me because they were like from the Czech Republic and they're, and they were like, this movie came out and it's so fucking scary. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, oh yeah, the the, <laughs> the sequel is called, so the first one's called Ghost Story and the sequel is called Goat Story with Cheese. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's definitely, it's definitely a film. All right, there we go. We have recommendations from everyone for content for this week. Yeah. I've got one more recommendation because it's a video I watched from you, Curtis. Your video on the attractive man is fantastic. That's a... Oh, thank you. That's an alpha male that I've followed for a long time. A little fun fact. (laughs) So the attractive man is a pickup artist, a relationship guru, but... Somehow in all of his seminars and all of his montage clips, it is him getting like rejected for some reason. (laughs) He doesn't actually show any success. It's only him making all the girls uncomfortable. And that's like his big like, oorah, look at how great I am. I made a video on him, I think like three years ago. He was doing a public display of picking up and he went to some ladies on a bench and he was like, hey, what's up, bitches? (laughs) Like, let's fuck or whatever. Didn't work. Made a video like joking about it. I got an email from YouTube saying that this guy was representing himself and trying to take my shit down, and I had one <laughs> chance to private the video or remove it or something or compensate him. And you can't, he's too attractive. Yeah, compensate well, him. Yeah, and YouTube themselves <laughs> stepped in and said what? that this is an outrageous claim that we won't even be forwarding or acting on. We just wanted to bring it to your attention. So it was the first time <laughs> I've ever seen someone have such a terrible attempt at like protecting themselves legally that even YouTube, a site notorious for allowing any kind of fraudulent claim to go through was like, yeah, even this is a bit much. Is this some bullshit? <laughs> and to even forward it to you is like to even like 
Check out this loser. We at the office were just giggling about this and thought you'd enjoy it, Charlie. Here's what he tried to say. <laughs> he made up a fake lawyer name too, and it, uh, I think the no. entity he tried to like represent his, on his behalf didn't exist. It was so fucking wild. It oh, so like it was downright like a... fraud. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it looks like on his YouTube banner, it looks like he has like a whole like cast of characters now. There's like a whole group of them. I yeah, I was just looking at his channel. He has like no views t- too. It's like he gets 5,000 yeah, views per video. That's rough. Wow. Yeah, and he's almost got a million subscribers. Those view counts are horrendous for that. Yeah, that, that is oh, my those, God. Yeah, those have to be fake. Oh, absolutely. That would be a recommendation, though. If you ever need to learn how to get laid, check out The Attractive <laughs> Man. You'll either get laid or go to jail. Might be worth rolling the dice. Probably he check great advice the exact opposite. One of the videos is Boner pops up while dancing. What to do? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't stop dancing. That's for sure. <laughs> what to do? Best texting secrets to keep her hooked. My god, we need to abolish pickup artists. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man. Pick-up I guess artists you just don't want to get much fun, Kaya. Yeah, I hate uh, like. Yeah, but as much fun as we make of them, there's like still young boys who sometimes, I guess, yeah. watch this. Yeah, yeah true. Fall sure. for it. Like, true. yeah, I'm gonna fucking treat her like shit. That'll get me, bitches. <laughs> Top yeah, 10 it's... cities for meeting gorgeous women in USA. Holy shit. <laughs> Is Tamper on that? In other words, he listed cities. <laughs> Great video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What if it was like a Mancers thing and, did, and they, they pulled the universe yeah. card? <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 best planets for meeting chicks. <laughs> this guy's speaking of Speaking of creepy dudes, I know of a thing that uh, both Curtis and Charlie share in common. Uh, they're both aspiring magicians. Do you oh, guys want to talk no, about that? True. Yeah. Did you Did you see Wait, Curtis's video about being a magician? It was actually pretty impressive. <laughs> I did. I did see that actually. That's a good. That's well, a good discussion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not all magicians. Not all magicians are creepy. Just putting that out there. But there are some that like just us. Do, he just do Curtis and yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. No, so yeah. Do you have any advice for Charlie? I know he's he wants to learn magic at some point. Do you, Charlie, do you know like any tricks or anything, or are you just like you just want to no, learn them? So the reason Jackson brings it up is throughout middle school, a little bit of high school, and then back in college, I would do magic tricks to try and get like ladies' numbers or just impress girls. Let's go. So I knew so many magic tricks. I invented one in college, and I'll freely share it with you, Curtis, and and Whoa. the audience as well. It was a sleight of hand trick where I'd give I'd give the girl the deck of cards. I'd be like, just pick any card, look at it, and then write it down or send it to me in a text message or something so i'd give them my number for them to send it to right. me oh my god they'd send me the, the card right in an ideal circumstance it's only ever worked one time every other time they're like i don't really want to do this but the time yeah, it i worked, give you my number yeah the time it worked she sent me the text with the card in it of course i don't look at it and it's to prove that i didn't do anything right she had free reign so she puts the card back in the deck i do a bunch of sleight of hand shit and then I pull the card out of the deck. Is this your card? And then we look at the text message like, oh, my fucking God, my mind's blown. And then I have her phone number. So bang. It's yeah, fucking yeah. genius. Yeah, so 
You didn't invent anything. Name. You just added asking for her phone number. How does that add at all? Yeah. <laughs> Was she going to forget which card she pulled? <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be cool, Kaya. Like, you know how you yeah. write your name on a card? That's lame. I don't get your number out of that. I don't get laid. So <laughs> and then later he finds cool her card and she writes the answer on his cock. And yeah. they have to check it. Check my butthole. Is this yeah. your card? <laughs> does this taste yeah. like your card right here on my nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I unironic. It was mainly card tricks. I knew a ton of card tricks. I don't think I could perform them well anymore because being able to do the sleight of hand is tough when you don't practice. But yeah, I was big into right. it for so a long time. Did, were yeah, you able I, to follow up on the text message? Like she just texts you the king of hearts or something <laughs> and you go, so what are you doing Saturday? I tried. <laughs> I'm not lying when I said I tried the next day to no response. Oh, you idiot. Uh, I'll never uh, fucking forget because it was in my roommate. It, it was when I wasn't rooming with like my my current the friends, you know, Andrew, like that group, mm -hmm. that current group. Mm -hmm. I was in a different room. I was at their room. It was their friend. I got her number and I tried desperately and it just didn't work. But oh, I did get her number. Oh, so. man, that's sad. Oh, man. You still I have guess that number. You can just degree. give it to someone else. Yeah, I should have tried again. Yeah, just make a video about it. I should have sent her a message saying you've been working on your magic. How about round two? I should have just sent her the neutral. same card back. <laughs> just King of Hearts again. See if that breaks the ice. Still King of Hearts? <laughs> Don't you remember? Yeah, I... <laughs> when I... I remember being like... Um, I was big into Chris Angel, obviously, when I was like... Oh, yeah. Around 13. Or how old was I when I... <laughs> um... I was, uh, yeah, I was like, I like straight up for like when I first watched the ep like an episode of it, I was like, this guy's straight up a demon. Like this guy is straight up like has magic. Yeah, powers. I'm natural. Yeah, and then I was like, I just wanted to like be Chris Angel, so I like, I learned like that coin in the can trick that he did. Yeah. Um, the fucking like levitating one that he would do, I learned how to do that one. Yeah, um, but he's a cheater. Like Charlie yeah, at least tried to do stuff in real life, whereas Chris Angel, it's all just yeah. camera tricks and shit. Well, no, actually, it, it to is. be fair to Chris Angel, there is a lot that he does that is real life magic. Like the levitating one I, Curtis just uh, mentioned, he uh, uses a stunt leg, right? And then just steps onto the chair. Yeah. 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 I'll throw down the gauntlet, though. I really don't respect Chris Angel, and it's because there was a <laughs> trick. Do you remember the trick where he teleported a couple in a hotel room? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah that I one that always one. made me laugh. There's that a trick so for those of you who don't know. He's in a Las Vegas hotel, and there's this couple walking down the hallway, and he's like, "You guys are on vacation. You're on a journey. You're on a fucking vacational journey. <laughs> are you enjoying your spiritual quest?" And he goes, "Well, what if I made you do it again?" And they raise like a sheet in front of them and lower it, and they're standing yeah. in front of the front door at the end of the hallway, and they're like, "Oh my yeah. god, how'd we get over here? This is crazy." <laughs> Yeah. You guys are down yeah. here. What if you we were, were over, over there? there. Yeah. So stupid. Like that's no fun. That like when you know that everybody involved is just an actor and in yeah. on it. Like if if there's no yeah. actual person getting tricked, it's no fun well, to me. Right. Yeah. But I um I actually I for that video I made it was like I learned like two tricks, two magic tricks, and it was like, dude, it takes. That's, I think that's why I gave up on like trying to be, like be a magician when I was a kid because it li literally takes so much practice to like to get like a sleight of hand trick to actually look okay. Oh god! And even yeah. like when I was doing like tricks for my friends, I was like shaking. Like I was like shaking when I was doing because I was so nervous. I was like, please don't notice what I'm doing because you're just <laughs> lying to people basically. Yeah. 
That's kind of endearing. If if a magician came up to me and wanted to do like st- street magic on me, and they were clearly like shaking and nervous, I'd just feel so bad for them. I'd just like yeah. I'd fake it so hard. I'd be like, "Oh my god, what happened? Where'd it go?" Right. Even if they totally fucked the trick up, so it could be a strategy. A super insecure magician. <laughs> yeah, runs off crying <laughs> before revealing your card. Please, this is your card. Just say yes. I need this. <laughs> Magic was just always the, one of those things that was fun for me growing up, and I stuck with it for way too long in the wrong area, thinking I could get laid. I remember I asked Kaya <laughs> if he thought it was a good idea if I brought a deck of cards to the bars with me and did magic at the bars, and he was like, Charlie, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> just don't. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, like, that's how they fucking, like, would advertise it, though. That's, like, how they made you feel. I know. Like, they were like, yo, girls are actually like all the videos they would there, dude, there was straight up. There was one like video I wanted to like buy. It was on like illusionist.com or something. And I wanted to get it so bad because there was like this trick where like <laughs> the way they described it, it's like you get like you put like a signed quarter in like a sugar packet. And then it was like you could get th- this is the point where you ask like all the people to put your hands on your hand and like this is maybe where you get a girl that you like to do that. And I read that as a thirteen year old. I was like, dude, fuck yeah, this is it. This is all I need. And obviously, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> did. You ever buy one of those DVDs from Illusionist? Uh, yeah, I, I bought. I think I bought one. I got one for my birthday. I think when I was like twelve or something. Those videos were fucking intense. I remember I got one. It, I remember the trick. It was called Stigmata. It was the one where Chris Angel oh. would carve the card into his arm. Yeah, and, Jesus and. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that intense. So when I tried it one time, my parents got concerned because I'm over here fucking scratching King of Hearts or whatever into my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so like actual bodily harm. How did the yeah, trick work? Yeah. Wait, really? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't remember exactly. What was the trick? That, that was no, you were just slitting your wrist because a VHS magician told you to. It was, <laughs> yeah. uh, you fucking, it was DVD, first of oh, all. It wasn't sorry. that old. No. Cutting uh, generational gap. What can I say? I don't remember how it works, but I do remember, like, you force the card on them and you've already carved it into your arm beforehand. You just don't show them that side of your arm. It sounds like all of your uh. tricks are the exact same trick, except there's, an, like, an additional layer. Like, you carve something into yourself or you send them a text message. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of card magic is forcing. Yeah. <laughs> card magic is literally oh, yeah, just I finding guess. new ways to reveal you already know what card it is. <laughs> True, yeah. Also, imagine if, like, someone sees that before the trick. You just have a big... <laughs> a king of hearts carved in your fucking arm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they're going to be then they're going to be even more amazed when you force it on them. I'd strong arm the magician. <laughs> He'd try to like slip a card into my hand. I'd like muscle over my way to the other side of the deck and pick something else. A good magician <laughs> would know, never allow that. <laughs> that's one of my most that's one of my most hated things. Like I feel sympathy for magicians because obviously everyone knows that magic is fake and it's all illusionary work and like sleight of hand and stuff. I hate the people who go up to street magicians and make it their life to like prove that they're faking the magic trick. Yeah. Like, you, have to be, you have to be a massive loser to do that. <laughs> just, like, yeah. just suspend your belief and just have a bit of fun. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like people, people will go out of their way sometimes to like you know, uh, like, ruin the trick somehow. I meant on the street specifically, like, in person, just going up to a crowd and being like, no, do, actually, this is fake, you guys. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I do like... No, it's, it's, usually, it's usually old people that are drunk and stuff. Oh, guys, yeah. don't pay attention. This magic trick is a trick. <laughs> okay, don't believe them. <laughs> this guy's I, I don't always like the... always me, though. 
stuff like I, I think there was like an Asian magician guy on some TV show, some talent show, who was like doing really Point impressive stuff, and then Captain Disillusion debunked it like frame by frame. And I am entertained <laughs> by those kind of things. Like this is not magic; he's literally just editing the video. <laughs> Oh yeah, when it's like when it's like TV and stuff, and they're editing, you know, cheap, cheap editing tricks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, then I, yeah. I don't care, and it's on TV. So well, you also who, you who also have to remember that? the barrier of entry for this kind of stuff is shockingly low. You brought up Captain Dis Disillusion, and a lot of the videos he features, I'm like, how in the fuck do people think this is real? It's absurd how fake a lot of this shit is. But they're like, yeah. oh my god, it's real! I've seen this happen in real life. I was there. I guess so, like. The one a sort of like outlier, I guess, is like David Blaine because he like actually does like insane shit sometimes. Yeah, like... David Blaine transitioned to being a performance artist where he does like endurance right. challenges and shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he's actually magic. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one outlier. He's he made the a, true. Yeah, he, made a, he made a deal with Satan or something. He's got <laughs> magic properties. He's the only authentic magic. He, person. Did he start the street magician trend? Was he like one of the first? No, I doubt it. It's been around since like the Jack the Ripper days. He was making people. But I, but I mean, like filming it and having a crew <laughs> there the and shit. Days. Yeah, but whenever that was, that was like what? When was Jack the Ripper? That was like sixteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds. Yeah, how old was I when Jack the Ripper was? <laughs> what, what does he have to do with street magic? No, I'm just saying, like, street magic would have been around that time. If people were getting murdered on the street, oh. they were doing magic on the street, That's too. That's a weird point of reference, though. Oh, the Jack the Ripper days, you guys. Like, it's a period in history. The original <laughs> street magician. It is a period magician. in history. Oh, when I love was... Doug Stanhope. When did he do a stand-up? Oh, yeah, around the Ted Bundy days. <laughs> <laughs> About 80 years after the uh, Jack the Ripper days. <laughs> when was magic invented? I'm actually curious. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact, and it's something we talked about. Did you know Randy Pitchford of Gearbox fame? His grandfather mm -hmm. was basically the guy who wrote the book on magic tricks. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm. Uh, I do remember. And that's the when Randy Pitchford got busted for that, like, a uh, flash drive of porn. And a lot of it was the, what was it, like, barely 18 squirting. cam girl squirting thing that he was really trying to defend, defend as him studying magic. He kept using don't that. don't remember defense. that at all. Wait, You don't what? remember that? <laughs> We talked talk about that? it extensively. Yeah, we talked about I, that. Like all a I remember is... Do you know about this, Curtis? I, I remember we had a Randy Pitchford discussion, and I cut that up into pieces and made that fake bonus episode where you were a soundboard. That's all I remember. I don't remember oh, a true. hard drive full of, like, porn. Yeah, he left a hard drive of porn at the Medieval Times restaurant. People found it in the, at the office. They're, like, questioning him, Jesus. like, why, why would you do this? And a lot of it was cam girl squirting. And he said that he was actually just studying how they were able to do it because he thought it was a magic trick. And with his extensive Whoa. magic background, yeah. It was a slide, uh -huh. of, slide of pussy trick. That's so funny. It was fucking adorable. He the really female stuck orgasm is a magic trick. I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> do you think he tr he himself tried to squirt and he was like all right penis yeah this doesn't work come on <laughs> yeah, they do it how yeah. did she do it he's just how are you making the the parts look the same <laughs> yeah that's a one of the illusionist dvds is how to squirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, why am i that from your illusionist side yeah, where's yeah. penguin magic's tutorial on how to get good <laughs> sport velocity <laughs> you still can't believe that was real 
You find your fucking yeah. coworker's porn flash drive and confront him on it, and he says, "Oh, I'm studying magic." <laughs> I you still can't believe, believe that whole thing was real. I know. Yeah, Jared Fogel should have tried that. It was a fucking crazy defense. As far as I remember, too, the case did get dropped. So I guess they were like, "Yeah, he must have just been really studying that squirt magic." Oh man. <laughs> I oh. looked it up, and apparently magic is an old uh, art form. It was around mm-hmm. in ancient Egyptian times, well, so yeah. way before Jack the Ripper. Well, I'm, I'm not saying it, I guess. I'm not saying he was the first street magician in general. I think he was the first guy to popularize like doing it with a camera crew and filming it and putting it on. Oh tapes. yeah, there were no cameras back in ancient Egypt. That's for sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they didn't have a live crew around for those tricks. Yeah, they were pretty poor. They couldn't afford one. You don't know that they had ancient alien technology. That's true. True. The cameras are hidden Does in the pyramid, mean, yeah. Does that mean they had to record the magic tricks by using, like, hieroglyphs? Yeah, it would have been oh, fun. That's true. Well, what it, well, Jesus, he did, like, a bunch of miracles. What if those were just, like, like magic tricks? All right, oh. our atheism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm destroying the Christian yeah. logic with, with, with Christianity destroyed. <laughs> Explain that one. No recovery. The f- that's kind of fucked up, actually. The first magician got crucified for his acts. Now <laughs> he's the first magician. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he, he's like, they're trying to put him up on the post and stuff, Look, and, and to, he's like trying to convince them that it was a magic trick. To be fair, <laughs> like if, I, if I lived in like God knows how far along BC, and a man came along and he's like, check this out, there's one fish, now there's two, and just by waving his hand, I would absolutely True. think he was a demon. Like, straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a redditor would walk up to him like, "Actually, I'm gonna debunk you. There's like a hidden compartment in your table with like fish inside." He, so he traveled back in time just to debunk Jesus. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like another anime. It sounds like a Roland Emmerich plot. <laughs> the moon is a portal to the Jesus uh, times. <laughs> Jesus lives in the Jack- moon, yeah. Careful, Jackson, you'll get a hundred million dollar budget off of that. Yeah, be careful, that's oh, a good please. synopsis. <laughs> please, 99 million of those dollars will be going to uh, spent CGIing Jesus. I want the most authentic <laughs> Jesus possible. Oh, Mel Gibson will just promote himself and like take the role, I'm sure. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, I want CGI. I want to Jesus. look awful. He was just turning squirt into wine and they fucking <laughs> crucified him for it. Jesus is all hype about his new fucking like holy magic so he just starts taking his pants off trying to squirt for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be impressed. I mean I would yeah. too. Especially yeah. back then when there's nothing else. Like you can't do anything for fun. It's like I'll just go watch Jesus piss himself or something and call it magic. <laughs> all the kids in the village well what do you want to do today Uh, we could play stickball we could do chores (laughs) oh I heard Jesus is going to piss himself in the town square (laughs) (laughs) his daily square (laughs) he's trying so hard (laughs) holy water is just Jesus squirt juice Oh yeah, now we're I, really I think about, to debunk. Dude, I think about <laughs> that kind of shit constantly. How many things that we've gotten like slightly historically inaccurate and so we fucked it all up? Like what if holy water originally was just cum? Just a chalice of cum. And we just right, yeah, we fucked never it know. up throughout history. 
Well, I feel like man has it... always known cum, right? Yeah. Like it's not like it's it'd be like this, of time. It wouldn't be this mysterious yeah. substance. But what That's if it was true. holy cum? Well, I guess you. I yeah, mean, I unless it's like sparkling or something, you probably wouldn't have any indication that it's special. <laughs> Watered down cum, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The watered down cum makes you grossed out, not regular cum. <laughs> yeah. All of it. He was his cum full strength. Kyle likes cum with pulp in it. <laughs> Don't dilute my cum. <laughs> it's a sin. <laughs> Kaya goes to a dick sucking contest and sees a guy with a glass of water. He's like, "You savage! <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting!" <laughs> Disqualify him. <laughs> so, wait, don't they baptize babies on holy water? I hope it wasn't cum. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just water then. Yeah, it's yeah. Just way water. to ruin religion for us, Kai. Yeah, man. It was Curtis that said that holy water could have been squirt juice. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. That had some facts to it, though. <laughs> it suck. Imagine being like a little kid and the priest just dunks your head in a vat full of cum. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. like a bully. Where, where did yeah. you change the vat? It's like a dad, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how baptism works. Down, Doesn't, don't they hold the baby's entire head down in the water or something? Depends on the or priest. There's many, yeah, there's many types of baptisms, right, as well. Like that you, you, you can go to like the beach and get baptized in the waters mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's like oh. a lot of different ones. And sometimes it's really aggressive. Like there's that viral video of the priest who's like fucking submarining the baby in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does it like four <laughs> times all while yeah. singing. Yeah. Waterboarding it. Pretty much. <laughs> there's that really good meme with the Lebowski <laughs> from the big Lebowski. That poor oh baby. Someone just posted a gift. Yeah. 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 It looks Whoa. like he's washing yeah, laundry. Really good My God. <laughs> It's like the baby's arms are going to rip off. I know. It's fucking scary. Sometimes the priest just gets, like, vengeful, like, beating the devil out of him with the (laughs) baptism. Jesus. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's how God wants you to do it. Just really get his shit in there. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. All right, that's that's yep. been this episode of the official <laughs> podcast, Curtis. Do you have any um, any last topics or anything that you want to talk about while you're while you're here with us? Uh, no, I'm good. I mean, you can all talk and I'll just listen if you guys want to keep going. Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, <laughs> fucking chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm can all, you ask I'm Curtis a question? Thanks for having me on. Well, wait. There's there's apparently one last question that chat wants to ask us. Charlie can do it. I'm yeah, this is this is such an OG question. Feel free to not answer if you don't want to, Curtis. But you're welcome to. Do you have any interesting uh, masturbation stories, like masturbatory tales? Uh, damn. I uh, I don't. Nothing's really coming to top of my head. I mean, I've been. You never tried to squirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- yeah, my usual way of like self-pleasure is i'll sort of i'll tie myself to a cross until i just squirt mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> baptized in the cum yeah classic <laughs> uh no i mean there is like i feel like i've been pretty uh i've been like top of my game for like my whole life on that shit i haven't had any like weird uh like no one's ever like walked in on me or anything like that um wow. so i mean i've been that off 
Um, I just, I've just never done it. I'm too scared. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he's never masturbated before. Yeah, I don't know. That's the secret: is never do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had no, one, but, but sorry, guys. Oh no, you're no, right. it's, it's not your fault. It's a tradition on this show. I'm kind of personally over it <laughs> there's only yeah. so many wacky masturbation stories that you can hear before it all becomes the same so it's fine <laughs> we weren't expecting chat was screaming at us though <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah. Yelled at sorry if chat to. sorry well Alrighty, yeah shout out yourself let people know where they can find you curtis uh you could find me on youtube um just search my name you could watch stuff and uh yeah i got a podcast too to the people listening that are also podcast fans. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for having me on, guys. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, mm-hmm, super, thank you. Super nice having you. Yeah, uh, both of our, mine and Kaya's partners are big fans of you, so they'll be very awesome. happy to hear this episode. And we'll see everyone else next week. we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash the official podcast, where you can listen to bonus episodes. Yeah. Give us a... Uh, go, go over and listen to it. Give us a five-star review, please, on Spotify. That's it. Only if you feel like we deserve it. We do. All right. Thank you. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.